Did you miss me? You know what that's from? I don't. Is it a Martin uh, reference? It is a Martin reference. Come on. See, that was, that was just deductive reasoning right there. <laughs> I didn't do it the way, he, the way he does it, but you know, you know. <laughs> that's why I figured. I was like, I feel like if anything, it's going to be a Martin reference. <laughs> I haven't done one in a long time. I feel like it's, it's been easily a been months. Yes. Yep. But oh, without a doubt, it's, it's been months for sure. Because I've been off the hook for a lot of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did put in a yeah. moment though. I was hopping on HBO Max and I was starting to watch like from the beginning all the way through. I can't remember how many episodes in I got. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I did. I did do a good little chunk, and then I stopped watching TV for the last few months. Yeah, I, I'll get back on it. <laughs> That's good, though. You need a break from TV. It's very easy right. to get sucked in. Oh, my gosh. Trust. And now I feel like I'm behind because I don't do any TV. So, mm-hmm. you know, people are talking about all the things. And I'm like, oh, my bad. I, I don't know what that means because I don't watch these shows. So, yeah, we'll get there. Makes sense. Makes sense. It's funny because it's like my family, like my grandparents and my dad, they're all, did you watch this? Did you watch this? And I'm like, I don't have cable. I'm like, not many of us do anymore. <laughs> like, it's all right? streaming services and platforms. And they keep, they, they ask me every time they talk to me, oh, have you watched this? Or did you see the news? I'm like, no. If it wasn't on Instagram, <laughs> I don't really know. You know, that's what leads me to what I watch. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. if, if it's not hitting the interwebs, if it's not hitting social, I'm not seeing it. So, exactly. my bad, y'all. Uh, I know one of my friends really likes to watch local news every time they travel. And uh-huh. I didn't really understand why until like traveling more recently. And then you hop on and you see the local news and it's like, oh, what is really going on in these areas? Like, yeah, you know, never connecting to the news on my own, because when we connect to the news now, Internet wise, you're literally connecting to the entire world. You're not just mm-hmm. connecting to your area. So I'm like, yeah. oh, I actually do kind of see the value in turning on local news because of the, you know, just the like the cat in a tree story and like the firefighters have to come or whatever school district lunch. I don't know. Just these are ridiculous examples yet. Uh, anyways. <laughs> no, Awkward I mean, tangent. It's true. <laughs> It's true. I'm like, well, if it's, you know, depending on how big it has gotten, like, I'll know. Like, if it was a big deal, I'm going to see it when I'm scrolling. If it's a big yeah. deal, somebody's going to tell me something about it. And then I'll yeah. take it from there in, in, in terms of where I choose to really locate my information. But, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> but anyway, I'm saying it's been a minute because we didn't record last week. Life's been swarming, uh. and that's on my side, y'all. I have had a... I've been pulled in different directions, and so I didn't get a minute to just sit down and chop it up with my friend, but we're here now, yes, and I'm really excited. We're both not home, so we're both (laughs) doing things, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so I'm excited to get nosy and to see what you got going on and what you've been getting into. Yeah, for real, on the move, on the move. I am looking out my window, and I'm seeing these beautiful mountains. They actually remind me of the mountains back in Wallawa. So they're like snow capped and then there's tons of trees and they just go up super high and they're all around me. I'm currently in downtown Juneau, Alaska. Mm. So this is my first time up here in Alaska and it's been incredible so far. 
the skies are super gray, so I can only imagine how much more beautiful it is when the skies are like pure blue and you could just like see for miles upon miles. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds I'm enjoying gorgeous. it. Right, it's, it's bomb. You know, it, it's actually kind of nice because when I left Spokane, it was 82 degrees. So, uh. right, trust, trust. Everybody was like outside. They were like, oh, girl, it's summertime. Let's go. Yeah. And then I went home that night and I was like, oh, yeah, I traveled to Alaska in about eight hours. And I looked at the weather and it was like high of 48. And I said, what? Like <laughs> 48? Uh, yeah, it's been nice. It's it's regrounded me in the fact that like it isn't summer yet. I still have a little bit of time until summer. Yeah. So it it, it kind of pulled me back a little bit just to be like, yeah, calm down, Kellen. You, know, <laughs> you still got another six to eight weeks to work on this quote unquote summer vibe. And yeah. I know I know you want to jump right into the summer shenanigans yet you still got some springtime cleaning to do. So <laughs> don't get too ahead of yourself. Exactly. Uh, I love it. I went only been to Alaska once and I was like, I have to come back here because it looks gorgeous. It looks like there's so much more to venture out to and get into because the the mountains are gorgeous. The waters are gorgeous. And so, yeah. What city did you that, hit when you came up here? I was in Anchorage, and I know that's not as nice as surrounding areas, and so that's okay. why I wanted to come back, because I'm like, I could see the mountains, <laughs> you know, and I'm yep. hearing about the culture, and I'm hearing about the people, that that's why I want to come back, so I can dig a little bit deeper, because when I seen someone while I was there, I was there for a conference, and the people that were there, the natives that were there from Alaska, they're like, oh, this isn't Alaska. You got to come into the villages, and you have to, you know, really experience us and the culture, and I was like... I plan to. So I'm like, all I need is an invite and I'm coming. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, definitely want to shout out to the uh, the three distinct uh, peoples of this traditional Southeast Alaska a- area, uh, the Clinket, the Haida, and the Tsimshian. I may Ooh. have murdered the last pronunciation yet. Still, you know, want to make sure to shout the peoples out. And here, this are here. This is a marker of like another opportunity for me to learn more about our our Alaska native relatives and to really be able to cherish and honor the homelands that I'm getting to walk on because it's absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the land acknowledgement. Shoot, I had to <laughs> take a peek at where I was. I knew I had, because I'm in North Carolina. Okay. And so I knew Cherokee was one of them, but I wanted to be sure. But apparently, um, Sioux, Cherokee, and Iroquois. Okay. Um, I'm assuming it's a mix of three. I'm surprised if the Sioux were over here, but I mean, you never know. But I definitely know like the Cherokee probably was definitely in this area or is in this area for sure. Like just kind of throughout the state. So look at is, us doing a little right. landing now. Come on. Was that a, a, an internet search or did you use an app for the the search right now? Oh, no. I didn't even know there was an app, but just because okay. I'm kind of like... I'm in Lake Lur, so I'm right, I'm I've about an hour, I want to say west of, um, and I'm not good with coordinates, if you know me, you know me, you know, <laughs> take that with a grain of salt, but um, near Asheville, and I know there's a, like, I see a lot of different signs and a lot of different history things here and there um, revolving around the Cherokee, so that's kind of okay. how I knew, plus I kind of already knew that Cherokee were in North Carolina anyway, I just wasn't sure if there were any other 
tribes that were associated with this area specifically. Yeah. But yeah, just a quick little search just just to be sure. Yeah, that's what I did right now. I did I did a Google search. Literally, I was like, Juno, Native Tribe Homeland. Uh, so <laughs> I was going off of that Google search. Yeah, I asked mm-hmm. that question because so I was actually traveling last week as well. I think you were traveling last week too, right? Last week, yes. I was in Chicago. Okay. So yeah, I yeah. was traveling through central Washington. I was based in Moses Lake, and then I was going to different cities within mm-hmm. an hour, hour and a half of that city. And mm-hmm. then I got really curious. I was like, well, whose land am I on anyways? And I remember hearing that there is an app. So I, I went into the app store and I checked it out and I, I downloaded two apps. There's the app, literally, Whose Land, W-H-O-S-E-L-A-N-D. And then another app called Native Land, N-A-T-I-V-E-L-A-N-D. So yeah, I downloaded both of those apps last week. Mm, do you Just have a preference? Like, I... I Ooh, actually, let me open them back up because I remember one of them. Ooh, it looks like Native Land is the one that does like, it kind of shows the overlay of the different tribes. So it's like color filters that circle areas. And so then it kind of shows the overlay that the different tribes had. So I remember I did enjoy that aspect of it. I didn't use it super, super much. And also I think the other thing too is like when I hopped in Whose Land, it gave me one of those one of those moments where I was like, are you sure these people were here? Because I don't feel like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like this is accurate, girl. <laughs> yeah, got it. Okay, you know? y'all heard it. Y'all heard it here first. <laughs> There's two different apps out there. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm going to go ahead and download Native Land myself. Yeah, so let me see. Uh, do you ever eat popcorn in a kernel? It just wants mm. to stay in your throat? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not welcome. Please go down another yep. pipe. Yep, it'll just be stuck there on the side, and you could just feel it's like just the like the kernel yes, shell or the, the kernel casing. Yep. <laughs> you chug like two bottles of water, and it's like I ain't going nowhere. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, I think this mm. Who's Land it's it has more of a focus on Canada. So I think Got that's it. why the American side wasn't as accurate. And now that I'm on the app right now and I'm zooming in, I'm it, it's showing the reservation lines rather than mm. like, whereas when I see in native land, it shows like the different areas that the people okay. inhabited, you know? Got so it. then when you, yeah. when you zoom in, then you could be like, oh, the Salish are in this area and they overlap with the Nest Purse and the Coeur d'Alene and the Shoshone, yeah. you know, so like it shows kind of that. So maybe, maybe that's why I enjoyed that one a little bit more. Anyways, a tool. A tool. You know, uh, I will say it's been cool being on other people's lands lately to learn. I walked around here in Anchorage last night mm-hmm. and it was very much. I guess speaking of Wallawa is very much that same like duality where I'm like, this place is gorgeous. It makes me so happy to walk around and I see all this native art and there's large murals of Alaska native icons. And then at the exact same time, it's a huge port city. So there's like three large cruise ships just like sitting there. And then you see all these like 
rampant tourists everywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so it was kind of wild last night because it was like a really gray, misty, rainy night or evening. So I was like walking. There wasn't really anyone out. So I can only imagine like, say like when you go down to Wallala Lake, like imagine without all of these buildings and structures, just like what it was like before all of this. Just like how beautiful. And then, then you have the reality of seeing what it actually is in the moment. And so you can like go back and forth between those two lenses and so, yeah, yeah I, was, I was having one of those moments last night where I was like, man, I was like, the people whose land this is and like the the lives that I'm sure they lived prior to all of this coming in, like, oh, I can't even imagine how beautiful mm. it would be, you know? Yeah. Or just even like the thought of like the how, how they have like the canoe travel or ceremonies, you know, just like seeing a whole gang of like canoes coming in to port, you know, of relatives from different places and be like, man, I can only imagine the celebrations and just how dope it mm-hmm. would be. And then the like heartache a little bit of being like, dang it, like they take all of these places from us and then they just turn them into like tourist zones or, you know, mm-hmm. just overrun them with colonial and capitalistic enterprises. So anyways, no, down. <laughs> no, I don't blame you because I'm down here. And again, I'm in Lake Lur, but I'm I've kind of experienced that as well. So every year I'll give a little bit of context. Every year we come out okay. um, to Lake Lur, North Carolina. My dad has a timeshare out here. And so he we're out here for about a week. Um, and so it's cute. It's a nice place to kind of get somewhat off the grid. Um, just because super spotty service, they got a nice lake, golf course, whatever. But then outside of that is Chimney Rock, and then outside of that is Asheville. But Chimney Rock is like this little town, real old school. Um, Chimney, Chimney Rock itself is like a, it's it's a rock. Like I mean, it's like it's something that you hike. Like it's a huge, basically mountain. Um, so the town itself is called Chimney Rock. There's so many different shops downtown, and it irks me to go. I only have like, I think one or two stores that I even like going into that doesn't have anything that isn't um you know based in colonialism and colonization (laughs) um and so one of the shops which we me and my sister just don't go into at all like they have dream catchers hanging from the wall and they have these drums and all this other stuff it's just like we just Uh, like we're not gonna support you and there's a lot of yeah and like (laughs) there's one shop and it was called natives rest i don't know and so um, it was a candle shop. And so, like, my couple of my family members like, oh, we want to go see these candles. We're like, all right, cool. We open the door, and Chloe goes, my sister's like, oh, it says Natives Rest. And I'm like, well, this native won't be shopping here. And, like, I said it out loud. <laughs> and I really just took two steps out the door, and apparently the owner, like, looked at me in disgust. And I'm like, good. I like making white people uncomfortable. <laughs> and so just speaking of the whole, you know, before settlers, <laughs> you know, stick it, staying on theme, um, yeah. yes, I've had... It, you can't get away from it sometimes, even when you're just trying to yeah. chill out. It's just like, man, it's like y'all got to try to take everything. And then even pulling in here, um, my dad has always liked this big buffalo that like it's like it's just a sculpture or whatever, like a metal sculpture. But then when you read it, I'm like, do you know what Tatanka means? I'm like, that's you know, that's not that's 
that's native language. So unless the owner is a part of this specific tribe, they're still trying to capital, you know, capitalize off of our culture. So I don't think he necessarily thought about it that way. He just liked the Buffalo itself, but he didn't <laughs> yeah. really understand where the term came. And I was like, well, you know, this is kind of where it comes from. And I'm like, I'm noticing a lot of that around here. And like, I've been here the last couple of years and I kind of already have known, you know, okay, you know, this is, this is just how it is over here. But it like this year, it just really irked me this year. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, I don't, I'm like, why y'all got to take everything and all these culture vultures down here? Um, but other than that, it's like, it's a really nice space. It's just, you know, it's hard to kind of pull yourself from some of these mindsets. And it, it's just unfair that we even try to, we, that we have to do that in order to just enjoy ourselves. You know, someone's yeah. always got to be doing something. And my sister kind of sparked, like, I wonder, like, I, I want, what did she say? It was something like, you know, basically if they, if they understand what they're doing and I'm just like, and she was just like, cause I, she, she was just basically like, I really think that they think they're appreciating the culture and really love the culture. And I'm like, you know, and she wasn't necessarily taking it seriously. She was just throwing a question kind of to the wind in terms of conversation. But I'm like, no, if they really love the culture, they would, this wouldn't even be a thing. You know, they would completely, you know, make sure that they have either some sort of accept. I don't know. It's not even a question. You just shouldn't do it. Like, you know, but if they generally loved the culture, then they would understand that period. They would, that would be something that they would learn quite quickly. Um, if that was a reality, but yeah. 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 There's a shop just, here. Apparently. <laughs> no, thank you for that. Cause there's, <laughs> there's a lot of those shops around here where I see yeah. a lot of like weaving, and mm-hmm. just different like native carvings, drums, artifacts. I don't even want to say mm-hmm. it feels weird saying artifacts, yet pieces, a lot of cultural pieces in the different shops. And as I mentioned, I'm in downtown and it's a short walk to the docks where the cruise ships come in. So you know how things are around cruise ships, cruise towns, or those tourist areas. Like everything in the downtown area is meant to attract money from the tourists, right? Uh, And so then I wonder, I'm like, how many of these shops are, you know, vulturing basically, like using Klinka and Haida themed or actual pieces and are Mm -hmm. selling them. Anyways, I found out from some of the people that I'm here at this conference with, that there is one native-owned shop down here. And so I want to go check it out. They have a bunch of different artwork as well as supplies. I heard they, they even have like hides here. So I'm mm. like, ooh, like maybe I'll go get me a little caribou hide or something. Yeah. Incorporate that into my beadwork. Anyways, I need to go ask them which one it is because there is a good amount of shops around here that I'm like, are you, are you native owned or what is it like native inspired or inspired native, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When me and my mom kind of go into places, we'll go in and we'll like immediately look like, okay, look at the counter and be like, who owns the place? (laughs) Like, "Uh, all right, let's go to the next one. (laughs) Yeah. I will say another cool thing is the, one of the, we're in two different, areas for this conference that I'm here attending. And Mm. one of them is in, basically it's like a tribal building. And it's really cool because down in the lobby, they have this huge coffee shop 
The coffee shop itself is called Sacred Grounds, which mm. I love because mm. I'm like, you know, like coffee grounds, yeah, also yeah, like exactly. sacred land. Yeah. It's hella beat. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> like they have a bunch of great food. They have it's all like up to date, you know, with like the the ordering POS system. It's all digital. They have like their full menu. It's a competitive coffee shop and it's all mm. tribally owned and the workers there they're all native so it's hella dope it's been nice being able to go and get coffee in the morning and i'm not like a habitual habitual coffee drinker yet over the last three days and especially after learning right away that it was native owned i'm like oh i'm going there every morning and i'm spending my money yeah. so that's been kind of dope seeing that and then it also gives me hope for like the things that we want to see in our community where, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like in a governance building, having like a competitive, high high caliber, you know, establishment that also employs people and then just keeps money churning back into our community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's been kind of dope to see. Oh, for sure. I think those are always cool. Like whenever you go into some sort of, not even necessarily a native community, but if you fall upon something that or a business that's native owned it's it's amazing and i felt that way in santa fe when i went to buffalo thunder hotel Um, it's amazing hotel now i'm not sure if it's native owned i'm pretty positive it is because as soon as you walk in you feel it like (laughs) it's just like (laughs) you feel like ritzy because it's such a nice hotel and they have like all these native this native artwork and artifacts and tribal designs in the floors and Everything, you look behind the counter, they're all native. So it's like one of those feelings. And I'm like, man, I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I feel bougie right now. Like, even going into a coffee shop, I feel like I'd feel exactly the same way. Like, ugh, we own this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, so, yeah, I totally understand that feeling. Yeah. Hello, dope stuff. It's been nice being up here. I'm getting to connect with a lot of Alaska native youth. I'm actually mm-hmm. here working to help facilitate some discussion between Alaska Native youth, especially in the leadership roles in their different tribes, villages, and or communities. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whenever you're around young leaders, you learn so much. Mm-hmm. And so that's been really dope to hear their perspectives on things and to walk away far more blessed after each session Mm -hmm. yeah and like the biggest takeaway (laughs) that loki came today from one of the people one of like the young leaders as a lesson was like just shut up and listen (laughs) and i was like (laughs) yes actually because i noticed how much we always want to be like, oh, we're going to teach you. We're going to teach you. We want to show mm-hmm. you. When really it's like uh, such a, a, a better approach potentially coming into these spaces is like, what can I learn from you? Like, wh- yeah. what are the things that I don't see that you all have? So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was that one kind of. It didn't gag me yet. I was like, I was full support. I was like, coffee shop, poetry slam, snaps. I said, yes, you know, because it was just dwindled down to those little words like, 
just just shut up and listen to the youth. Like that's how you get us involved, mm-hmm. and that's how we make change. Is when you shut up and you listen because we have valuable words and we're valuable voices in the community. So yeah, that was like ringing in my heart still because I'm like, go off, y'all. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's a powerful statement for sure. Oh, well, I love it. I love every reason that you're down there. It sounds like it's going great. You know, just the whole experience, the energy. We all need a little bit more of that, some positive energy in our lives. So it sounds like you're having a great time. Yeah. And last week you were traveling for work or was it family travel? No, that was... That was friend's travel. It was my best friend's birthday. Yes. And so I haven't seen her. We didn't do the math till we got there, but she's one of those friends, you know, you can't, you won't see for a year or so. And it's immediately like magnetic, like as if we seen each other last month. And so those are really important friendships to have. And so I'm like this year I'm going out for her birthday. Um, She's like, Hey, this is what I want to do. Just pull up. So I was like, all right, I'm clearing off my schedule. I'm not doing any work while I'm there. Like, unless you're working, I'll be working. But otherwise you know, I'm there for you. And so we went out and we had a cup. We did, it was a really quick trip. It was from like Wednesday to Friday, but we were um, able to go see a Cubs game and she's from San Diego. So it was the Padres playing the Cubs. Um, so yeah, we were able to do that and go to dinner and just kind of hang out in Chicago for the short time that we did. And then as soon as I got back from that, I literally, the next day I had to leave for North Carolina to do, you know, our annual family trip. Um, so yeah, so that's what I'm doing now. And then as soon as I get off of this one, I got to head over to Lapway. And so I'll be there for a quick minute and then, um, and then, yeah, then I'll, then I'll be home after that. So there's a lot going on this month, but that's okay. I always say it's a blessing to be busy and I have some amazing people in my life. So being able to just get more of that is, um, all the medicine I need to really keep going. So yeah, I'm excited just this month and next month, it's going to be a, a rock and roll show as well. So, um, all good things, all good, good things. But so far this trip has been going great. Um, we've been here for a few days now. And yesterday I went to go see two movies. Um, We kind of overdid it, um, but it was still great. Um, So the first movie (laughs) we seen was Chevalier. And it's about Joseph Ballone, I believe is his name. He's a black um, violinist. And so what a lot of people don't know is that he was better than a lot of these greats that you hear. He went head to head with Mozart and just blew Mozart out of the water, but obviously it's someone you don't hear about. And so, um, born from a slave mother, um, father was white, basically got abandoned at this school. Um, and was great at everything that he did and playing the violin was definitely one of them. Um, and he kind of had a fight to be him, do what he loves. And, um, he ended up kind of making history, but once, you know, certain people came to power, I think it was Napoleon Bonaparte. Is that how you say his last name? Bonaparte? Bonaparte, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, irrelevant. He, (laughs) he basically like through, wanted to make sure that Joseph was forgotten. So a lot of his music and a lot of these artifacts were, um, thrown away or, just basically gotten rid of. And so now people are piecing together his story and they made this amazing, amazing film. Um, I think his name is Kelvin Harrison. He's the main character of the show. Did an 
absolutely amazing job. So if y'all can see it, definitely see it. I don't feel like it's breaking as much, you know, headway as it could be, but it's an, mm -hmm. it's an amazing movie. Um, so yeah, very, very good film. The other one I watched was Air. So that was the Michael Jordan story and ah. how he got signed to Nike. But Chevalier, that was really good. I, I, I really, really enjoyed that one. That was a good one. I hella want to see Chevalier. I remember seeing the preview and just mouth agape. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I only seen like a snippet on Instagram. I don't even know if I seen it on Instagram. I might have just saw like the the photo and not necessarily the okay. trailer. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, my dad brought it up and I was like, oh, I seen something about that on Instagram. And so when we went to go see it, I'm like, dang, this is a good movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like, and I was just having this conversation yesterday too. I was like, streaming platforms have been picking up movies so fast to where it might even be on a streaming service in one to two months. So True. I'd wait it out if it's not local. And then if it is local, definitely go see it. Because I think just the music and the whole energy um, will tap in or come into play when you're watching the film. If, so if it is local, definitely go see it in theaters if you can. I think it kind of more will have more of that wow factor. Um, but if it's not local, I feel like it will probably be on a streaming service um, yeah. within the next month or so. Oh, definitely. I want to go see it in theaters, like you're saying, to get like the full surround sound and like the large mm. screen effect of it all, like fully be encompassed in the movie. Yeah. I completely yeah. forgot about that one. Okay, I want to go see that. Hmm. Maybe I can do that this upcoming weekend. Yes, very good. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and a double feature at that. Y'all did that. They yeah. had uh, Harriet on the TV last night. I, I, love I Harriet. I started to watch. So I was like, ooh, I said, what is this movie? Because I just turned on the, on the TV here in the hotel. And I started mm -hmm. kind of watching, and then I saw Cynthia come across the screen, and I got really excited because I love Cynthia Erivo. And mm -hmm. then I was like, oh, it's Harriet. Uh, I put it together finally. And then I was like, Loki, I have to change it, though. Only because, again, I still haven't watched Slave movies in like seven years Eight really, years. I thought I thought Harriet was different though. Like I Harriet, remember you from, saying when that. When I though. seen it, you still haven't watched the whole thing yet. Uh, th that was the most that I saw, and it was literally like two Girl, minutes. You gotta watch Harriet. You okay. gotta watch it. I mean, just put it aside for like an hour, and then like, <laughs> you know, then you go back to not watching them. But Harriet was good. I felt I'm like, like that ruins the entire streak. Like <laughs> <laughs> then I have to start just again. Act back like it didn't happen. No, I. I Actually, I mean, when you're ready to, of course. But I liked Harriet because yeah, yeah. it wasn't necessarily focused on the impression. It was... Uh, oppression it was more so focused on Harriet and kind of her drive and determination in the film because in a lot of areas they could have put in a lot of vulgar scenes and everything that you know was definitely okay. you know weighs heavy on your heart yeah through all of the you know everything that we've had to go through as a people but no I felt like Harriet was very was more so of an action film and was simply specifically focused on Harriet so you don't have any rape scenes you don't have any you know scenes that are necessarily you know hard to watch because it's something that we had to go through it was really just more so focused on her journey but um yeah that one was a good one as well yeah I, but yeah I have when no the time is right yeah I just 
I just don't want to subject myself to I don't blame slavery you. I don't blame imagery you. anymore. You know, yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm like, uh, like I I do want to watch and I do want to support Cynthia. And I want to see her performance and I want to hear her sings. I know she sings in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah, good. Did you yeah. watch Woman King yet? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. Before that one slavery. I did. Oh, I guess I, I guess have it watched be... this. It was during, technically. So then, but... I guess my streak is over. Well, not necessarily. I, if you're there trying was, there to was specifically slavery scenes in it was during the slave trade, but yeah. I mean, it wasn't necessarily American slavery. Exactly. Didn't yeah. get over there just yet. <laughs> if you, if you <laughs> I didn't love the right? Uh, yeah. oh, it was gross. leaving. We just didn't see too much. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, right. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess I hadn't considered that. Hmm. No. Yeah. Anyways, that one's a worthwhile. I'm glad you watched it, though. Yeah, it it took me a minute. Yeah, I got there. Yeah, that was good. Yes, and what is it? Obey everything, or obey is always obey Izogi. Uh, yep, always yeah. listen to Izogi. I yeah, cried. Yeah. Oh my god! And gosh. I'm not a crier when it comes to movies. I legit <sighs> cried. I want to say I cried because I seen the movie two times, I believe, two or three times. I was gonna and, say you um, saw three a times. good number of times, <laughs> even times. in the theaters. Yeah. I loved me some Igozi. That was my favorite character. I yeah. shed a little tear. I think it was the second time is when I shed my tear. Because <laughs> you really were I like invested in the character. She ain't even She ain't even Yeah. I was like, uh, girl, get up. <laughs> get up, Izogi. I was crying too. I was crying with her. Well, and that's, mm-hmm. that's interesting too because they have the character that's like African and f- Portuguese. So kind of like yeah. Chevalier, where it's like a mix and then showing, I'm sure maybe they touch on that in Chevalier as well, like the the split and the dynamic where it's like you're of this higher class or higher echelon of people, yet also I'm sure within that there's still the dynamics of like class systems and oppression that like oh, hold these sure. people back. Or used yeah, I mean, we see them. it in everything. We yeah. see it in everything. Even today, even if it's not an older movie, it's in there somehow for the most part, <laughs> depending on what the topic is. But any serious movie, I feel like. But um, yeah, I think movies are kind of they're 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 evolving in some of the right ways, and I think a lot of things are being redone, and some things are being told, and I think it's about time. I, I like I really appreciated this movie specifically because it's something that we don't know at all you know and, and it's and even us as black people and black folk we don't understand we we don't know a lot of these histories because they were shut out they were erased um especially you know once we were thriving what did they do they tried to muzzle us if not kill us so it's like a lot of these people that we didn't get to didn't get to know or look up to we now can so it's really cool that they're kind of doing that um especially with this film and, you know, with other films are kind of coming out the word works. And but even just speaking about Woman King, I think they're also kind of shifting the narrative as well and choosing what we want our own to see for the most part. You know, it's not yeah. necessarily like we're, we're making these, you know, Gina, um, how do you say her last name? Anyway, the director of Woman King, Gina, I don't know. It's something. something uh, Prince Bythewood. 
Bythewood, I want to say. I was about to say yeah. Bythewood. Bythewood, yeah. So yeah. the way she kind of, and she did love his basketball, if anybody's wondering, but she um, she did a lot more than that, but that's yeah. one of her popular ones. But it's cool how classic. she kind of tried. Exactly. It's one that she decided to shape the narrative for. Um, and so that's what I mean. I think it's important that we start embracing and taking control of our narrative. And if, and you know, we're all the kind of in the same boat in terms of we're tired of beating this oppression drum and having to see that and relive that. Because when we watch these films over and over again, it's re, you know, reestablishing that trauma. And, you know, it's a heavy weight even just to watch some of these movies. I might not want to see, it might be an amazing movie. I just not be, might not be mentally prepared to even want to see this movie right now because it still resonates with me. And it also ignites a lot of things that are still going on in the world because of this act that I have to watch. You know, we have to live in that. We have to watch, you know, that's so I completely understand Kellen in the sense of just not wanting to participate in a lot of these things. So I think it's really cool just looking at some of these um directors and writers especially black directors black writers and even just you know native um writers directors you know we're doing our thing right now in both areas and i think it's really cool that we're kind of reshifting that narrative as to what we want to see and more importantly what our own people want to see yeah it always trips me out i think i've mentioned this before how it's one of the things that i want to tackle in my future is like more storytelling movies, shows, plays, whatever it is. And again, being able to tell it from our perspective for our people. And mm. then there's that component of, yeah, I want this to be lighthearted. I want it to be funny. I want it to be entertaining. I don't want to traumatize or like have to bring up our pain. And at the exact same time, like how do you still process through reality? without any of that mm -hmm. or even even like even in a fantasy say it was like a completely fantastical sci-fi film i don't know i still like am curious about some of those things i don't know it just it makes me curious like how to approach that stuff mm -hmm. yeah yeah anyways <laughs> processing processing you know? we're never done processing yeah. yeah but i think that's what makes it kind of beautiful beautiful in the right right ways as well hopefully i'm still kind of on the same track but um same track as you are but i'm saying in terms of like the art of how people choose to portray a lot yes. of these things and in which avenues and how it makes you think and i'm that's just art regardless you know we paint one picture and everyone has different meanings behind it and different feelings that it resonates with but i think that's the beautiful part as well with a lot of these films and a lot of our artists kind of coming out and being bold enough to do the things that they want to do um because it, it, it was never easy for those before us to be able to do these things or to write these things um so now having the generation that we live in being so comfortable with doing that and being so aware and becoming aware of the importance of taking on and changing and establishing our own narrative based on the lens we choose to see it through, I think um, is a very beautiful thing for sure. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, all of that. That kind of came up actually for me this past weekend. There is a indigiqueer group in the Spokane area that hosts events. They got tickets to the Spokane Museum of Arts and Culture last week. It was really cool because there was basically two and a half beadwork exhibits that were on display 
at the museum. There was one for, ah, I'm going to butcher it. I feel really bad. Uh, Ubule, Ubule beadwork. It's U-B-U-H-L-E. Yeah, so feel free to correct me, anyone, or... I guess I can try to just go and look it up on on YouTube and learn myself. Uh, anyways, it was a an exhibit of Ubule Ubule women. I'm just gonna read the thing real quick. Um, beadwork and the arts of independent showcases, new form of bead art, the Indawango developed by a community of women living and working together in rural KwaZulu Natal South Africa. So it was just like these really cool uh, beaded pieces. I guess Ubule means beauty in Shosa and Zulu languages. And it Mm -hmm. describes the shimmering quality of light on glass for the Shosa people that have a particular, that has a particular spiritual significance. So anyways, it was really cool to see like African women beadwork art take up this entire space of the bottom floor of the museum. And on the floor right above it was a collection of Plateau Indian beadwork art, Plateau Native beadwork art. So there was a lot of stuff in there uh, from Plateau tribes. So a lot of like Nimipu pieces, Walla Walla, Cayuse, Yakima, Umatilla. It, it was like... I don't know. It was pretty mind blowing, you know, to just mm-hmm. be like African beadwork art and then native beadwork art just right mm-hmm. next to each other. And then being a beadwork artist and just like going between the two, it was, it was pretty mind blowing and pretty amazing to see. And then yeah. they had like another exhibit of photos. So uh, Matsukas was the photographer and it showed a bunch of photos of his, I want to say it was from like mostly the early 1900s and that was, it was cool to see like just the photos that were taken because again, it tracks the condition of the people in that time. Of course, it's like really sad though at the exact same time, like we've kind of talked about before where it's just like, that's where you start to see people being taken away from like their traditional regalia and put into Western clothes and, you know, all that stuff that kind of comes with it. Uh, anyways, mm-hmm. it was a pretty powerful experience to, to be there and to process through all that stuff because there's like all the beauty in it and then the unknown emotional parts that kind of spring up out of it where you're like, Oh, I didn't know I was going to feel today. <laughs> I just thought I was going to come appreciate some art. So mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, it's like kind of like a balance of like kind of what you're talking about there too. Yeah. Yeah. But that's really dope though, to see the kind of the intertwinings of each of the beadwork for sure. That's yeah. something that I've been interested in for a while. So I'm like, dang, it's just, it'd be cool to kind of just seeing them side by side by side, I think is a whole nother experience. And and I think we'd obviously connect to it in a way that no one else necessarily would, but um, yeah, definitely a powerful statement to make for sure. 
Yeah, I'm still looking forward to the day that you and I make our way over to the motherland and are oh, able to coming. like fully immerse ourselves in bead culture. Uh, Have you done ancestry? I have not. No, I I feel weird about doing my like I don't know. Well, ancestry that one's not blood, right? That one's like not DNA, like twenty three and Me or. It is. You send in like a spit sample. Okay. I've done okay. that and it kind of, well, it broke down all of the African tribes that I was. Okay. Um, African, not tribes, not, well, not tribes. Um, what am I thinking? I guess nationalities of Africa. So anyway, I'm like Nigerian and um, but Benin and Togo. Anyway, okay. the one you have to get is the African an- ancestry. And so that's still on my list because I've done ancestry, oh. but I haven't done African ancestry. So apparently African ancestry um, is it will you will get it will narrow in down on the specific tribe that you were from. Um, so I think we should both do it. And that sounds lit. make a little trip to Africa um, within hopefully within a year. I'm gonna just throw it out there Come on, into time the universe. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see how much these tests cost because sometimes they're not cheap. But I'm, I'm gonna see how much it is, and we're gonna go ahead and hawk our loogies into the sample and send them off together. And we're gonna get our results results together, and we're gonna be on the plane, baby. And we're gonna go yes. <laughs> check My out people, some beadwork. We're here, like yeah, we're gonna get this tax write off, you know. And we're gonna exactly. <laughs> oh no, she's, she's gonna be a work trip too. You know, uh, put it under that education you know um um, group of expenses but no we should definitely get into that because i i've been wanting to do that for a while and i've been like ever since i kind of tapped into a little bit more and kind of just understanding like dang i'm like a quarter nigerian i'm like i really want to kind of dig as deep as i can into that and um see where it takes me especially in the art world especially you know because that's that's so it's so beautiful to be just art art in general and especially how close you narrow in you might you might be able to connect some pieces through art so um so yeah that's on my list and i think we should definitely do that um, put that on the quantum theory bucket list. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, that'd be hella dope. It's kind of crazy. It kind of hits me. You know how like there's a discussion around like, oh, so and so is a reconnecting native, like they're reconnecting Indian or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then thinking of that, like for like roots in our our African ancestry, you know, being like, oh, I'm a I'm a reconnecting insert whatever it may be we all you know? reconnecting <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just like oh geez that whole exploration it's like because then I, I think of it from the artist perspective you know like whatever it may be that i find in, in my future you know i'm like oh well as a this artist or you know like then, then or it'll start to influence my art where mm-hmm. i'm like oh I'm, I'm i'm reconnecting with this culture and so i have license to like dive deep into that with my self-expression yet then mm-hmm. also still like realizing oh i didn't necessarily grow up in this so yeah yeah it just like finding that balance it just kind of hit me right now i was like oh i'd be a reconnecting individual uh, <laughs> have to face the challenges of of the reconnect system as it goes yeah uh, Yeah, we're all reconnecting in some sort of way. There is no super native, super African. I mean, (laughs) we're all learning. So, um, so yeah, it's a would be a an amazing trip to have. Yeah, take a dive deep. But anyway, what's on your your agenda for this upcoming week? What you got going on? 
Oh, well, the, it, it doesn't stop. So last week I was gone all week. I was performing shows according to Coyote, the play that I've been in. We did shows for different middle schools throughout central Washington. So I was gone all week. I got back on Friday. I got to chill out on Saturday. And then Sunday I came up here to Alaska. I'm here till Friday. And then I go back to Spokane. I have like three days in Spokane. And then I'm over in Seattle. Because then according to Coyote performs or it... I guess I perform according to Coyote uh, <laughs> over in Seattle uh, come next week. So yeah, I'll be gone again next week for another, I want to say like 11 days because I have that performance at one end of the trip and then I have another gig at the end of the the week. So I'll be on the move all throughout You're running and the gunning. next, yeah, throughout the next couple weeks. And then, then it's June, basically on the other side of that. So yes, yeah, <laughs> you're like a oh, girl that month. <laughs> oh, it came out. And it, I, I promise you, I wasn't trying to. <laughs> you know, for those of you that don't know, I have a very large event to plan, and um, not that I haven't started, but it's yeah. it's a heavy month to. And we're right around the corner, so. Um, so yeah, June's yeah. right around the corner. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, then it's your birthday month. More importantly, so yeah, that part. Shoot, yeah, I'm looking forward it's, to it's that. Turn up, yeah, yes. turn up time. Exactly. But no, so that sounds I'll, amazing. Yeah, I'll be hitting my crunches, hopefully, and my lunges between here and there, because again, Gosh. I want to be cute. I want to be hopping in, hopping in the river, and and feeling extra cute, and. Uh, I didn't put those uh, months of work in December, January, February. So uh, it's crunch time now. <laughs> literally. I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. I literally, I'm like, I'm going to eat healthier. And I literally just had tacos and a mango nada today. Like it's on, terrible. Yep. So yes. I'm just like, <laughs> that was me last I need night. to get it together. No, it's terrible. But like when I travel, it's the worst. Cause that's like, I'm here. Let me yep. eat, you know? You're, and so, you're enjoying. And I'm down South. So I'm like, everything is deep fried or, <laughs> you know, just, yeah. it's just not healthy. And so I'm like, I need to come up with some sort of regiment or schedule or agenda, no matter where I'm at, I'm going to follow it and be disciplined, but it's so hard to do. <laughs> um, yeah. Again, you want to you want to enjoy the areas that you're in. You want to enjoy what you're doing, and especially when you're with people, you don't want to be that one oh, person sure. in a group that's like, "Ooh, but yeah. girl, like, no, mm-hmm. I, I want I'm gonna get down with my peoples. We're celebrating. I'm gonna exactly. enjoy life right here, right now." Uh, one exactly. random thing that came out today, actually, that really got me excited was that they were asking the youth in our circle, like, for a closing activity basically to like close out the session that we were in in a good way and uh one of the people were like oh we could sing a song and then uh one of the other people was like oh we could play a song uh we could play mm-hmm. a, a bum a bum song uh mm-hmm. and i was like oh that's the band of one of our guests uh gachung that we had mm. a couple months ago uh, yeah yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, we got to interview one of the Bumua band 
uh, I guess, contributors, artists, the uh, musicians, mm-hmm. just a few yeah. weeks or like just a few months ago. And for mm-hmm. that name to get thrown out in this circle, it was really cool. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know. It, it, it was just like a, a fun moment for me because I was like, wow, how cool is that, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I was just looking online and I'm like, I definitely plan on going to their festival in September. So I'm like, shoot, I'm popping up. I want to see yeah. Alaska again. I'm coming. So I literally I put that on my schedule to go out there and to see that see that festival. I'm really excited for it. The festival is the exact same weekend as my Beyonce tickets in Houston. Oh man! <laughs> I know. That's I'll be like. on the gram. I'll be. I'll put it up on the gram for Perfect. you. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, because I definitely wanted to. I thought. I thought it would happen. That was before the ticket sales were released. So I, I, <laughs> I had it on my calendar, and then once those ticket sales came out, uh, you know, things things came about. Things changed. I guess. Anyways, that was kind of like a cool thing today. I was like, hearing from them. They're like, oh yeah, they're they're a big deal up here. Like. A lot of people know who they are up here. So mm. I'm like, look at us rubbing elbows with the... I know. The Alaska Native elites. No, I'm playing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Little rub yep. the nails on the, on the, on the chest. Yes. Right. If y'all had any doubts about us, no, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Check our resume. Thank you. We got the receipt. <laughs> Shoot. Do you know who we are? <laughs> Oh, oh man so good yeah how about you uh, you said you have just like your travel stuff right next week and then yeah yeah yep so it's really just getting ready for these events um we're really going hard and pushing forward with indigenous creatives and so again next month is juneteenth so we're trying to prepare for that um we also have you know you heard it here first we're going to be doing a comedy showcase in july Um, so that's another event that we have going on and we've been planning, but also just tapping into events and making sure that we're a part of those and showcasing native creatives the way we do. So, um, it's really just full, full sprint with that, um, this year for the rest of the year. So yeah, all good things. And, um, just staying busy like I do. Um, we do have Santa Fe in August as well. So be my, be any beating that I do will be going towards making, you know, pieces for that. So, um, so yeah, it's a little bit on the back burner, just a little bit, but in all the right ways, um, because I will be focusing on pieces that I actually want to create for, you know, and not that I want to, well, yes and no. I mean, I think every beadwork would kind of understand that, but I want to like make pieces that, you know, it's not for anybody else necessarily. It's just something that I want to create and, bring and show off and I'm going to be experimenting a lot. So, um, so yeah, so that's where all the beads are kind of going towards and whatnot, but yeah, so just focusing on work. (laughs) Nothing has changed necessarily, but, um, all, all good things. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where my focus will be, um, for the rest of the year realistically, but definitely within the next few weeks. Is that your official announcement? for santa fe because i don't think yeah, i've I mean, even I, heard I threw it in there i, I know i was gonna know, say wait a second i said this little sprinkle this little salt bay sprinkle wait a second like that's uh, huge news yeah i mean yeah i was super grateful to get get the email um that i was accepted i didn't feel the need to throw it on social media 
because everyone else already was, you know, the message wasn't different for anyone. So, you know, I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to be there. And <laughs> that's good enough. Um, so, yeah, I will be um, getting ready and preparing. And I'm, I'm, I'm showing up a little bit differently this year. Again, I want to focus on bi- bigger, focus on bigger pieces. It's not just going to be earrings and accessories. I really want to do what I love to do and execute visions that I've been wanting to execute for a while. So that's what it sells or doesn't sell, whatever. Um, I got some plans to do. I got some plans on what I want to do with the things that I finish. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to be working on bigger pieces between and literally just kind of pieces for that. I'm not going to be necessarily worried about my, my um, shop or, you know, just, you know, getting things, pumping things out for retail purposes. I'm really just going to be focusing on that show. And cause I do want to, I want to pull up a little bit differently and um, I'm yes. excited to see what I come up with. Cause your girl really doesn't know at the same time. You never really know how it's going to go. And when you create things, how that process is go is going to go. But I'm really excited just to kind of tap into a different part of me and see what blooms from there. Yes. So yes. Come on. To well, congratulations. Your question, I will be yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, don't, don't. Uh, I guess like, don't be mistaken, everybody. Like that. That's a huge accomplishment. That was a huge announcement that just came out. <laughs> it was super casual in its in its delivery. Yeah. I'm over here just like, what? That's hella dope. <laughs> so yes, congratulations. I see you third time running. Ew. Uh, I'm trying. And, yeah, looking, and you're gonna be there. You know, let's yes. speak that into existence. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, trust. Yes, it, this one's a, a non-negotiable on my calendar this year. Shoot, I think I just yes, got. Yes, y'all a, heard uh, that, right? Can we all can we all hold Kelly accountable? Because I mean, we've audio all binding contract. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Don't breach it. Don't breach it. Everybody knows I've been trying to get you down there and experience this weekend of Native Excellence, yep. and you know, we I got it on the record. Yeah, yeah. So okay, that uh, hey, and that's another uh, a target for for my body because you know I, I want to be out there in, in a little swimsuit, I guess. I don't know that there's like much time to go swimming at like the resorts or anything. Yeah, I feel like there'd be like a little pool party moment that I could throw I could together for dip. myself. Yeah, you know, at least mm-hmm. for the gram, take a take a little picture. <laughs> so okay, I'll, I'll be working on like a, a beaded speedo or something, something that has a little needle flare. <laughs> Boom. So I could throw a little shot up on the Instagrams and then call it good. Uh, yeah, go. I'm looking forward to it. Dang. Okay. Well, now I got I gotta I gotta get my things together too. Well, yes. Either way, super congratulations. Uh, that's hella dope. Thank you. And yeah, hope you're taking care of yourself in the meantime. Uh, I am. I'm, I'm trying to do the same. So uh, yeah. And as we encourage with all of you with our show notes, be sure to keep taking care of yourself. Hopefully, the sun is poking out here and there around your area, mm-hmm. giving you a, an extra reason to smile in your days. And uh, thanks for coming along the journey with us as always. We look forward to talking again in the future and sharing more of these amazing Black and Indigenous stories. Boom. We want to thank everybody for tuning in today. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with my crew, simply talking our Black Native talk like we do. There's a whole lot more for us to discuss, though, so stay locked in. You can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com and feel free to send in any topics, questions, or small business shout outs to our socials, and you might just hear us discuss it on air. 
Our IG handle is at Quantum Theory Pod. And you can also find us on Facebook.com backslash Quantum Theory. So be kind to yourself out there. Know that you're a boss and drink plenty of water. Kotskiya Pihechnu. See you next time.